Welcome to the Self-Esteem and Confidence Mindset with me, Johnny Pardo. Are you wanting to enjoy your life more and have more self-confidence within yourself? Well, today I'm going to talk about how we can learn from kids with five things. Welcome to the Self-Esteem and Confidence Mindset Podcast with me, Johnny Pardo. Here to coach you from self-doubt to self-confidence to get to where you want to go. So I've been having a lot of conversations recently about the inner child within us and enjoying ourselves and having more playtime. And it's something I must admit I'm guilty of working too hard and not giving myself enough playtime sometimes. I have to call myself out for it. I've got a real close, um, you know, close relationship with my inner child now that I didn't used to have. But sometimes I realize I'm not giving myself enough playtime. And I had a good friend come on the other day, um, Ashley, and she was sharing her views on playtime. And she's, it's, it's kind of, transformed her life and she encourages like leaders to do so and it's really amazing but it really makes me reflect back to my childhood and there's something else I saw the other day as well before I go on to that I saw now one of the hospitals I'm very or one of the charities I'm very passionate about giving to is Great Ormond Street Hospital and it's 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 a great cause close to my heart because I had a baby brother when I was two and a half who unfortunately passed away um, and they were so amazing. Like um, that they, you know, they, my parents were always on about how amazing they were, how supportive. And when I just get like cards through from Great Ormond Street, which is an amazing cause, what a wonderful bunch of human beings. Um, trying to save ill children's lives, it kind of really, really, really impacts on me and makes me, you know, it's getting me a bit emotional now talking about it, but it's really close to my heart. And then I just see the kids on the front and like, you know, they, they've got through something challenging and it just makes me feel so, you know, it's, you know, grateful to be alive and think, oh, I'm getting a bit, obviously a bit uh, emotional today, but um gets me so appreciative of life and how children can be our best example. And, you know, it, it's horrendous to see any, any child like suffer. And unfortunately my brother was one who, who didn't make it on his two and a half. And that's why I give a lot to them because I don't want another child going through that. And yeah, I mean, I, I've been blessed to kind of grow up and have a good childhood, but I know some don't, but, you know, that's that's why it's such a close force in my heart. I think I've repeated myself a few times. But anyway, the, the thing I, I, I got from it and kind of my conversation is really what we can learn from children and like the happy children and children who are really sort of like living who they are and being themselves. Because I think as we get into adulthood, we really get caught into limiting beliefs and holding ourselves back. And when I've really connected with my sort of like inner child, perhaps the the child who was upset when he, he lost his brother, or perhaps 
the child who just didn't know what was happening then. It's kind of, I've had to really comfort him and it gets quite emotional. But I also can connect to that real inner child within me and how happy he could be and how free he could be. And when I start pulling that back into myself as well, that makes life so much awesome. And I think we can really learn from kids and just like the lessons they teach us. And I, I think children are brilliant. Um, and even like when I, I was working after university with, you know, uh, secondary school, even the kids there like year nine and stuff, I not as young perhaps as like kids, but perhaps teenagers a little bit, but you still sort of like learn from them a little bit. But I loved when I, I worked in summer camps with kids and it just <laughs> always make me smile and laugh just how free spirited and things they can teach us. So I really wanted to share this because I think if we take some of the ways kids behave before we perhaps go through life and get all these limiting beliefs or conditionings placed on us by other people's expectations, then we can actually be more of ourselves. And that's what I want for people. I want people to get to where they want to go and be themselves. So I thought I'd share five things I've observed and sort of shared with other people that kids do that I think can really boost our self-confidence and make us enjoy life a lot more. So the first thing is young kids don't care as much what other people think. Now, obviously, you, you can get kids who are a bit more shy than others. Uh, perhaps they have different experience than others. But a lot of kids you'll see will not be worried, particularly we're talking like sort of, I'm talking about like the age of perhaps three, four years old, will not care about shouting out loud in public, or like messy things up or, or asking or asking silly things to their, you know, their parents in front of people or guardians or, or, or their caregiver, or just doing crazy things like putting a load of toys out in, in public they don't care as much what other people think about them. And I was having a great conversation with, I was so blessed to have a great conversation with Peter Sage um, recently. And, and the episode will be out in a couple of episodes, but Peter Sage, who's a master, ex Tony Robbins trainer, international entrepreneur, uh, amazing wisdom. I can't, you know, I can't explain how valuable it was, but, he was talking about when we can really get away from worrying about what other people think about us, which we're unfortunately conditioned to do because we, we feel we need parents, we need a caregiver and we need their approval. When we can get away from that truly and just accept who we are and not need that from other people, then our emotional, you know, our happiness starts to really increase. And lots of kids don't worry about what others think about them. <laughs> They'll be looking at that strange in the store and not worried about their reaction. Like I was on the train the other day and then there was just like, I dropped a book and then the toddler was looking at me for, for good, like five, 10 minutes, bless him. And um, I was, I was just, uh, see, you, you see a kind of, I just love the way um, <laughs> they behave just by, by sort of like my smile and my attitude towards it. But yeah, they were just, they don't care about like, looking at curiosity at someone or making too much noise. So I'm not saying as an adult, you need to go out and go like shout out a load of things in front of people crazy in public, but you need to learn how to get your own approval as opposed to worrying about what others think. So that's the first lesson. 
The second thing is playtime. Kids are always playing and it's so fun. That's our spirit. That's our soul. Like just being, having fun. So make sure you have playtime for you. And I'm not saying you need to roll around in like the sand or mud or you need to play with toys, but just have some like thing that's fun for you. Like whether that's reading, whether that maybe it is meditation, maybe it is going for a run, maybe it is uh, chilling out with people, whatever. Just find that playtime for you. So that's the second thing to really start enjoying life. The, sec- the third thing is I'm really strong on this one is kids have like no limits to their imagination and ambition, which is fantastic. And then if you start to look at the happiest adults in the world and people, they've got huge ambitions too, like a kid. It's like um, Elon Musk, whether you like him or not, his, his big, one of his biggest ambitions is to get people on Mars. You've got people like Richard Branson wanting the Virgin rockets to Virgin to launch rockets. These guys got like no, no limit to our imagination. But then what happens? We, we're like kids. We want to be firemen. We want to be astronauts. We want to be actors. We want to be writers. And then suddenly we get conditioned. And before we know it, we, you know, we, we decide our, our maximum is being like working as an assistant and maybe a in retail or maybe perhaps being a, a, a servant to someone, whatever. Now, if those are things you dreamed of as a kid, absolutely, or just really want to do and make you happy, please do them. I'm not saying don't do them. But what I'm saying is don't let conditioning from society stop you. Don't let what your parents, what your friends, what your family, what people around you as you've gone through education have said, don't let them condition you to what you think you should do. Really, really allow your imagination to go to the limits. Now, some people have like imaginations that are so huge that they might not achieve it in a lifetime, but I think it's better that way. I've got huge ambitions, like, out of this world, I want to be a multiple New York Times best-selling author. I want to be number one in the podcast charts. I want to be an international speaker speaking in multiple countries across the world. Am I any of those things yet? No, but I have a belief in myself that I can move towards those things. And I set myself to the limit and I make, I've made so much progress in the last year or two. My podcast has shot up. Um, my coaching has gone up. And it's just setting yourself those those targets and massive goals. You know, obviously, it's got to be something that's physically possible. Um, you know, it's not like you, you're 80 years old and you think you can run 100 metres under 10 seconds. Obviously, there, there is some bit of being a little bit realistic in there. But set yourself huge visions. Huge visions that you're scared to say outside, out loud to the wrong people but obviously the right people will be there for you the personal growth community most people i know in the personal growth if i say it to them they'll be like wow i want something similar too so kids have huge ambitions so make sure you do as well like i say if you want to be like you know i i worked in a council um for a long time and i could see people going through there and just like settling for their jobs now if you want to work in a council and settle for a job, I, I was at a point where I thought, 
until about the age of 25 when I had my like aha moment when I was like at the meeting I was like this isn't life surely this can't be life um I was on a point of thinking maybe if I just get this job that will pay me okay and get a mortgage and just keep the safe job here that'll be okay but for me and then I realized this wasn't the kid inside me I'm like I had much more ambitions and I'm not, don't just use me, use those people, really successful people out there. Maybe your role models. They have huge imaginations. Do not limit yourself. Like if you do want to work in a council or, you know, like work as an assistant or whatever, I'm not saying, again, I'm not saying anything wrong with that. But if you really believe in your heart that you want something bigger, don't allow yourself to be limited by what other people have said or what you've led yourself to believe. Think back what the kid inside of you would have said. Okay. Um, the next one, the fourth one, I went along, I went on a bit of a long rant on that one, but I'm very passionate about people going after what they want. And I'm actually going to be launching, I'll, I'll be sharing some more news, but I'm actually launching something called the Overthinking to Action Taker Academy launching from January and I wasn't even going to talk about this on this episode or a few uh, until at least uh, a couple of weeks yet but it's it's going to be something designed to get you to take action on the thing you want it's going to gain help you gain clarity on what you want get the confidence get that belief ingrained within your psychology and then take action with high accountability so that you get the right rituals you're getting the right action for whatever you want okay and moving towards it okay uh so that's why i'm so passionate on that one okay you can probably tell um you know i've got goals i'm always pushing myself up but i i've always asking people what they want rather than what they don't want because we're always trying to just stay safe and just run away from what we don't want we need to go towards what we want okay there's enough said on point three i could go on for a long time anyway the fourth point is questioning kids question you probably heard it why why i love it i love it i absolutely love it why now as a coach actually sometimes the word why is not always the greatest question um usually the what how when where are the kind of questions i use but asking questions constantly is what can create great answers the quality as a I'm going to a classic Tony Robbins, but Tony Robbins quote, the quality of your questions is in direct proportion to the quality of your life. Ask yourself a lousy questions, you get a bad answer. Um, what can I do to pay the bills this month? Uh, well, you could, you know, save a little bit there, here and there. there, there. You know, you might, you need to do that, obviously. But then it'd be like, uh, what, what, why... Why is life rubbish? Uh, because you're a failure and you mess up. But you can, kids ask questions like, you know, how do I how do I become a writer, mummy? How do I become a fireman? What and really, you know, crazy questions like that. So kids question everything, but as adults, we can get into habits of not questioning things, which is accepting them how they are. So question the norm. Start questioning yourself asking yourself good quality questions what's awesome about me and what could be even more awesome about me i always ask that about my own performance and anything what was awesome about that 
pre-framing that it was awesome because I talked to myself like that and you should too. And then ask yourself, what could make it even more awesome? Sharing that I'm not human and actually it could be improved, but I'm framing it in a way that I feel good about myself. Okay, and then the final point. Kids choose to be happy in the moment. It tends to be, and I've been guilty of this many, many times, happiness tends to be conditional a lot of times in my experiences. I'll be happy when. I'll be happy if. I'll be happy when I win the lottery. Don't know what that means. Well, I do know what it means, but it doesn't make sense. <laughs> um, I'll be happy if so-and-so starts treating me right. I'll be happy when I find that relationship. I'll be happy if I get that job. Here's a better idea. Why don't you be happy right now? Now, if you in such a circumstance where it's just not possible to be happy, change it. But often we can find the beauty in anything. Now, if you're thinking your, your circumstance is really tough. Now, I don't know what your circumstance is, but there's a couple of examples I just want to bring to life to um, really put some, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, it's completely gone. Anyway, really put some perspective, that's it, on the situation. So Victor Frankl, there's a book called Man's Search for Meaning that I highly recommend you read if you haven't already. And he is locked up in a camp and, you know, people are getting killed around Victor Frankl. It's the worst conditions ever. Could be murdered. Feels like he could die any moment. It's horrendous. And he decides that if he can live through this and live in as most a beautiful place as possible, even in the worst circumstances, it could be a message for other people. When his family, friends are getting murdered around him. There's also probably less of a dramatic, but still pretty dramatic. I mentioned uh, Peter Sage. He was sent to prison and he went to prison happy and excited about how he could change things for prisoners in there. When you, you've he's lost everything, he's like this highly successful entrepreneur, you know, six figures at least making loads, team of 50, um, and he gets sent to prison, loses everything. And he goes in there deciding he's going to go in excited and look at it as a new challenge in perspective. Choosing to be happy in the moment. Those two instances showing that they can be happy in the moment. There are people who have lost limbs, had accidents, and they choose to be happy in the moment. Kids choose to be happy in the moment. But we get caught in things like, oh my God, I didn't hand in that uh, paper on time. I've, oh, I forgot to send off that report. Oh, oh my God. Oh. And, and I have to call, I'm going to be, you know, I, I got to call myself out for it too, but I just want you to be here with me. But it really puts things in perspective when suddenly, you know, I've been in a, in a situation where I'm like, oh, this is stressful. Is it really stressful, Johnny? 
I don't think it is. <laughs> Are you in prison? Are you are you getting friends around you? You know, getting slaughtered in like some camp? No. Is this really stressful, Johnny? Or is this you, just your brain blowing things out of proportion? Can you choose to be happy right now like a kid? Yes. Now, obviously, I'm not saying when you go through a challenging situation like the loss of a loved one or um, perhaps some accident happens to you, I'm not saying don't grieve, don't feel negative emotions. But I'm saying just ask yourself, when you're going through stressful situations, are they really that bad? Or can you be more like a kid and see life as a beautiful, exciting thing to play around in? Again, that's my final point. But I think there are some really, really valuable lessons we can learn from kids. I went a little bit off track and talked about Victor Frankl and uh, Peter Sage, but I think they had relevance to being happy in a moment as well. So what are you really limiting yourself with in terms of your self-confidence and being able to enjoy life? And how can you apply what kids do to enjoy life more? Like I say, I've... I've been guilty of stressing over things that weren't that important. I've been guilty of not giving myself enough playtime, but I've had to call myself out for it. And I think there are some stories in life that can really put things in perspective for us. So what are you going to do to become more of your inner child, your more childlike version of you to enjoy life and increase your self-confidence even more? That's what I've got for you today. But if you'd like to connect with me more, I'm on Instagram. Just find me at johnny.pardo or you can find me on Facebook and LinkedIn as well. I look forward to seeing you there. If you've appreciated this episode, please give it a rating on Apple Podcasts and share this with friends and family as well if you think they would find it really valuable. I really, really do appreciate you if you've done so already. And I appreciate you for listening for this as well. Thank you so much. And remember this, work on your self-confidence every single day.